Are you reaching your divine destiny? Prayer, faith, holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nana Sayopokusa Kodye get you closer to your God in prayer. Behind every greatness in the kingdom is connected to grace. Apostle Paul said, I am not doing this because I study with Gamera, the best university. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. So if you don't recognize the grace, it will turn you to grass. Oh, somebody give the Lord a shout. Don't look at me, so we have already preached. What you hear from man is information. What you hear from God is revelation. Revelation is the mother and the foundation for faith. So without revelation, the struggle continues. I just want to tell you some few things. If you have a revelation of where God is taking you Jesus. and give you a little picture, it can change your whole attitude. Yes. Hey. Some friends cannot continue to be your friends again. Some company you don't want to work with them again. The reason a lot of us are behaving the way we are behaving is that we have no clue or insight about the plan of God for our future. I pray that God will open your eyes. Amen. I was preaching exactly today at this time in London. On Sunday, I preached from 9 o'clock 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Now, uh, and I saw a lot of hungry people depressed. Some of them couldn't come to church because they don't have money for transport in the United Kingdom. And I felt it in my spirit. I saw many flopping into the church on Sunday. You have to pray for another service, wait for another service, wait for another service. Continues. My last service ended around 9.30. 9? I don't know. Maybe thereabout. I was so tired that on Monday I couldn't wake up from bed. Because the Lord told me, it's not just a matter of you preaching. Because if it comes to long preaching, I, I, I'm used to that. But it was the demand they put on you. Then I discovered that probably we are taking for granted what we are having. God spoke to me in the hotel. He said, this nation where you are preaching, John Wesley has preached here. In his time, 
Almost 90 something percent of the people in Great Britain were born again. There was so much revival that it is estimated that everybody walking in the street of Britain was born again. What happened to a nation that experienced revival and fall into apostasy at this generation? That no one is coming to church. So whatever we are doing here, there is no sign that it is going to continue for life. Particularly the way it is becoming like what we can get from God. That is a reason we can. Do you know the reason why sometimes we have overflow that all these places are chairs and sometimes nobody's coming? Because it depends on what we announce the meeting is going to give. Thank God for those of you here who will keep on coming to the presence of God. Now listen. What brought the burden was that God said national revival is the only key. Is the only means of survival for this generation. National, let me tell you something and take it from me as a prophet. If you have never believed me as a prophet, believe this one. If you believe that I've never heard from God for this one, believe it, I heard from God. There is no future for this nation except national revival. There, listen, 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 don't clap. No government, no individual, forget about politics. Nobody can change the situation except God put his feet. He showed me a picture and he said, for me to do that, there is a price to pay. Mm. Else, let me tell you something. Me and everybody you believe as a pastor will continue to play psychology on you. And we are already there. Apostle, they didn't hear what I'm saying. God told me, we'll play psychology on the people. It's either power or it's no power. There is something about the power of God. Either you have it or you don't have it. Sometimes I come to a meeting and I feel like I couldn't function the way I have to function. The Lord told me, say, you have exhausted that which I gave to you. Mm. And you need to refill. If you travel and park your car and you come, the battery will run down. The battery needs to be recharged. Recharge. And that principle works in the spirit. So let me tell you this. What you are looking for that you think that God is not giving. It has taken me so many years to think that we are waiting for God. Not to be God is waiting for us. <laughs> he said, I'm waiting for you because you came to meet me. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at someone and say, we need to be serious. Now, let me tell you something. And the, the price we need to pay, one of the major price we have to pay now is the price of fasting. I'm not talking about, listen, listen, I'm not talking about even the fasting we have been doing here. Thank God for the sisters, it's a joke. I'm talking about the palm is coming that we will all stay in the presence of God for 15, 14, 21 days. I have now respected the revival in America. That even while we are complaining, they've lost it. The reason it's still moving is that the price they paid. I've gotten hold of some books that were written in the 1940s. And I am reading them and I saw that, wow. Some people fasted for 65 days. I have a 65. Some fasted. I, today I read about a 17-year-old guy in 1946. He, started, he fasted for 21 days. Mm. 
And the two years boy fasted for seven days. I was reading the book. I said, Lord, I have seen. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you are listening to what I'm talking about? So thank God. And the Lord told me something. Listen to me. Let me tell everybody here something. Everybody of us can complain like the way we pray. We can sit in the room and say, Lord, why? Why? What have I done that I deserve this? Why is it that you have not given me a husband? Why is it that I have not gotten breakthrough? Whatever we complain will not change God to be anything. Not, there is nothing that will happen to us that will affect God. It means that if you get a breakthrough, God is still God. If you don't get it, God is still God. So the question is, what do I do to get his attention? Not complaining. Let me tell you something. Ha, ha, ha. Today God showed me something that shocked me. He showed me something that shocked me. He said, do you know the reason why it's very difficult to believe me? Because you can't see me. And he showed me something in the book of the Old Testament that shocked me. He said, the reason why Israel keep on worshipping other idols is that they could see the image. But me, they can't see. So you need a greater faith to worship God you can't see. You cannot see. So it was easy for Israel to have Aaron, this Moses guy. We don't know what has happened to him. Make us a God. So they were, they were worshipping that golden cow because they can see. Now, then he took me deeper. He started teaching me. How many of you know that God speaks to me? Don't, if you don't know, don't worry. Don't worry. Then Alfred, he took me deeper and told me that because of that, I have to put on the image. Now, listen. Listen. Adam was created in the image of God. If God didn't create Adam in his image, then Jesus Christ couldn't have taken human flesh to come. Because God has to create us in the way as he looks like. Your image, if you put your image there, it means that everything here was copied from you. Or it was, it was created in your form. So the way God looks like, that is the way he created us. So then, when we were trying to get it difficult to worship him, then he took a human body and come. Even after Christ came, it is still difficult for us to worship him. So if you see God's trouble and, 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 and his trouble with Israel is that they want to go and worship other gods. But the reason they can't also worship him is that they need a greater faith to worship him. Then he began to show me the impact about fasting. He said fasting works the same way faith works. Because everything faith hates, fasting hates. So fasting and faith, fasting and faith are interrelated. Fasting doesn't believe in the five senses. Because when you are fasting, Testing is not part of it. So all this fasting with snacks is not fasting. Every fasting that don't stay with water is not fasting. It's more than decorated, lazy Christianity way of serving God. You can give it any name. It doesn't change anything from God. Hallelujah. All the people that saw God, they have to fast in a certain way. The man that brought the Ten Commandments, the man that God confined in him, when God was creating the world, nobody was there. Nobody saw God creating Adam. God detected it to Moses to write. But for Moses to get that revelation, he must stay with God for 40 days and 40 nights. It's getting quiet. 
Hallelujah. Now let me tell you this. You can say that what do you need that you have to fast? Okay. As for natural, you don't need anything because God has given you. But when you get to heaven, that is where a lot of us will see that we have made a lot of mistakes. And so I'm telling you now. Hallelujah. Look at someone and say, you have a ministry. Tell the person you have a ministry. There is a reason why you are standing here. Tell the person there is a reason why you are standing here. Yes. A word of knowledge is not everything. God gives you a word out of the whole statement. So I cannot get all the knowledge. If I give you a prophecy, it is just an iota of the picture of what God has about your life. God cannot reveal everything to me. No, he cannot. He cannot reveal everything to me. He can give me just a sentence out of the whole book. Watch this. Don't clap. Watch this. So, we need it. Fasting doesn't work with the five senses. Once you are fasting, you forget about failing. Is that correct? Yes. Sorry, once you are in faith, you forget about failing. Faith doesn't like the five senses. They are enemies. Faith doesn't believe in tasting. Faith doesn't believe in touching. Faith doesn't believe in smelling. Faith doesn't. So, when you feel it in your body and you feel like God has not done it, it's not faith. Anytime you want to feel it before you believe it is happening, it is outside of faith. So, faith says that whilst the pain is there, whilst everything is pinching, you believe that God has, God has done it. Now, what? Everybody says they believe it, but the thing has not gone. It means that there is a level of faith you need in your heart that you don't have. Quiet. Hallelujah. And that faith can only come out by consecrated, protracted fasting. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What did I say? Consecrated, protracted fasting. I am not talking about the one we have been joking, looking at it. That when we are fasting, people are holding small, small snack. In latest, uh, uh, what do we call it? Uh, uh, no plastic bar. So I cap cap now. It's kindergarten for you, friends. There's much more flax that has come. Let me see. No, not this boy. So this one, huh? Not disposable. The one that has some tube. Then you, 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 huh? Uh, they, uh, have you seen it? Water, water. Uh huh. It used to be for kindergarten, but now we use it because it's fasting. Then people are holding. Mm, then they snake it small. Mm, mm, <laughs> Look at someone say you are joking. When I took the, the business people for fasting for five days, some of them were going to drink some more. Only God, later God told me they are eating in their room. Some of them are chewing biscuits. Some of them are doing all kinds of things. Then I saw it. One day I saw it. I just told them. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt from that point to go in. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you that what you need and the price you want to put on it, you are joking. I have more things to tell you. Hallelujah. But I can't tell you for today. I am not in the mood to preach now. A lot of you don't even know I'm coming here. I think that's when I travel. I don't know how people get to know that I've traveled. Hallelujah. Once I come here, I know that people know that I'm not there. Amen. Some of you will start testing people before you know all of them will come. No problem. Hallelujah. Don't serve God because of me. I have three major ministries. God gave me the church to pastor. He gave me the body of Christ to lead in prayer. And he gave me the body of Christ to preach all over the world. And when I'm trying to push one aside, God says, you can't push any of them aside. So I'm trying to struggle not to go out and preach. God says, it's part of the calling. Mm. There are some churches they will need you for their revival. 
Because if you don't go there, the church cannot be revived. Then I must come here and lead you in prayer and fasting. Then at a point, there are some people who are connected to me as a shepherd. So three major ministries you are doing. Hallelujah. And all of them, you have to fulfill it. He has given to every man according to their several ability. How many of you are listening to what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. I am not comparing myself to anybody. I don't want to be like anybody. I just want to fulfill my assignment. The Lord told me the ministry work is not how you start, it's how you finish. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, we have to finish hard. Hallelujah. I am, there, there is a burning desire on me. I'm telling you. I, 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 the passion to get closer to God is so strong than ever before. I stay in the presence of God for over 30 days in fasting and prayer, living on water. I still feel like I have done nothing. That is what I feel. I feel like I have done nothing. And, and so there is a passion in me to get closer to God. There is a passing meat that this place must be revived. The Lord showed me the wickedness of this area in Tema. And I couldn't stand it. The wickedness. The way the devil has stormed this place. The things happening around, behind the scenes. The kind of practices. The way the devil is stealing lives. You have no idea. God showed me in the spirit drinking bars immorality the way my real spirits are taking over this place and look at somebody that is tell somebody there's a work to do now i want to promise you something awful if everybody will follow me for this thing don't worry about the car you drive and the things you need it will automatically be supplied Amen. you let, let me tell you something i want to bet this one with the grace of god don't think about what to wear Seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The things that people are chasing, it will chase you. Yeah. It is time for us to shift our thinking. Let's stay out of politics. Let's stay out of that. Let's stay out of church politics. I hear a pastor in Tema was preaching and took one of my tapes. Openly. My sons were telling me and said that this guy, what is he preaching that people are going to listen to him? And I told him, I said, they shouldn't worry. It's not preaching. This ministry work is not preaching. Hallelujah. It is not preaching. You see, I keep telling pastors that what I'm doing, if, if God fire me, you can't do it. You can't do it. If I give you the microphone, you collapse. Do you understand? So, if you are angry about what I'm doing, assuming God fire me and you can do it, God can easily do that. But if God come and say, go, I don't want, if he give you the microphone, you don't have grace for it. So, stay in where God has given you grace. It will be difficult for you to get me in a trap. If you hate me, you can only hate me within ministry. Not anything outside. You know I will not take your girlfriend, you know that. Eh? You know that I will, I will not take your wife. You know that. You know that I will not steal your money. I have never professed to anybody and charge him for all these years. I have never duped anybody. There's nobody dead or alive that said this 15 years, of even all night, this man has done something crooked. Nobody. 
No girl can say I hug her or kiss her or corner her. My wife is here. You can go and report it to her. No, nobody all over the world. So if anybody hates me, it's in the context of the calling. Hallelujah. And I'm discovering that this is one thing that shocks me. I have more enemies in the kingdom than in the world. I saw that. It is not just me. I was studying the Bible. The Lord told me it's not, it didn't start from you. It depends on the nature of the ministry you have. There is a certain enemy to attract. In Romans chapter 15 and verse number 30, Apostle Paul says something. Are you, are you okay? Don't worry, I'll get out of your way in a minute. And then, uh, because even I don't have too much strength to preach. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit that is strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. This is Apostle Paul asking for prayer. So who is Nana saying? That I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea. And that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints. I may be delivered from them that do not believe. So there are certain, this one is talking about the body of Christ. Certain people don't believe in his ministry. So he demanded prayer that he will be delivered from them. The reason is that much as they don't believe in the things he's preaching, they are also concocting a way to destroy him. But the point is that if you destroy Paul, then some of the New Testament cannot be written. Some of the churches cannot be established. Because the nature of Paul ministry, not even Peter can fail it. Oh, you, you are not listening to me. I don't think you are listening to me. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 4 verse 3. I am talking about some of the things. This is the reason. When I finish telling you, I will tell you what you have to do for me. I have already told you, isn't it? Hallelujah. Two days. Have you not? Uh, 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 is anybody here that will be a blessing to you? Is anybody? Oh, no, okay. I don't see a lot of hands. Is anybody? Don't worry if I'm not be a blessing. Have I been a blessing? Not even today. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about over the years. Now, sister, there is no country I will walk into that I will not miss somebody that said your life has been a blessing, including Hong Kong. Hallelujah. Is it Colossians chapter 4 verse 3? Pray for us too that God will give us many opportunities to speak about his mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I am here in chains. The gospel even brought Paul into chains. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Huh. Pray for what? Pray for what? Us. This one I will say pray for me. How many of you believe that I will need prayer? There are two reasons why you have to pray for me. Number one, for the sake of the calling of God. Hallelujah. There's a difference between pastoring a church and there's a difference between leading a revival and a prayer meeting. This is what the devil hates. This thing we do here, if there is anything in Tamana threatening the devil, it just is going on here. He hates it with passion. 
Nobody has confronted them over the years. The difference between churches and these prayer meetings. Hallelujah. If a pastor in the church is different from what we are doing here. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's different from the fastings and the things that we are doing. I even hear that churches in Tema have started growing. There are revivals in the church. One day somebody was complaining that somebody has come to start a church in Canon Haggins ministry. He wrote it in one of his books. The pastor was so angry that another pastor has come to the place to start a church. So when he started talking, Hagan said that God led him to go and ask the pastor a question. He said, since the, before the man came here, what is the number of your church? He said, 250. He said, now what is the number? He said, 600. He said, what is the number of the man that you hate? He said, his church, I hear is 300. So he said, why do you hate him? So you see, we can do a lot of things unreasonably just because the enemy has moved us. A lot of the things in the kingdom, we do it as a result. Listen to me. There is more flesh in the kingdom than even the devil. And the flesh is causing more problems than the enemy. And let me tell you something. The father you have titled does not mean the devil cannot use you. Peter was close to Jesus when he said things that he's not supposed to say. Amen. Amen. Are we doing the same thing? Are we winning the same souls for Christ? Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 22. Let me see what Paul said there. Ha! Huh. Philippians chapter 1. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. This is where we have to kill a lot of flesh. Look at somebody say, we must kill the flesh. What is the antidote for killing the flesh? What is it? Is it because I'm talking about fasting, you say fasting and prayer? It's not really a good answer. Fasting might be part of it. But the antidote to bring the flesh is that you, you bring it under subjection. I keep under my flesh and I bring it under what? Subjection. When people look at me and they tell me that you are, you are, you are slim, you, what, what is the problem? One person met me and said, yeah, he, he sent me a maid that, do I need a financial support for food and all that? <laughs> and he said, uh, and he said, but I, I, I mean, why am, am, am I skinny? No, the way even I fast and I live, no. So if you don't take it, the devil can move you in a certain way that the way people talk, you can't get closer to God. Nothing gets you closer to God than fasting. No. Do you know the reason why you are, some of you are not fasting? You are afraid that people tell you you are growing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I have new insights about fasting. That are so, one of the things I've discovered about fasting is that fasting cures incurable disease. I'll preach about that later. <laughs> I'll preach about that. Hallelujah. And then I've discovered something. Listen. There is a very popular channel they were telling me in, a, in London. It's, it's like probably, what is it? Um, New York Times. And somebody put it on there. It's not a Christian organization. They put it on there that three days fasting can boost your immune system. And it was, I've forgotten the name. They were showing it to me. And I say, that is, that, well, I feel no more who they are. We know it for a long time. Now, watch this. And today, I also read in one of the books I got in fasting from America that anybody that fasts between 10 days to 14 days, you stand a chance of increasing 
your years between 15 to 30 years. I, can, I will show you. I can print it and give it to you. I'm not talking about six to six. You stay with water for 10 days or 15 days. That is the first thing I'm going to push you to graduate into now. I'm going to move you that. In fact, I'm looking for a place that we can have. I wish where we have, we have hotels and all that, that we can easily transport people. Our next fasting people will stay in those places and stay with water. And that is where you see the potentials in you. Oh, I even discovered that the six to six fasting is more difficult than doing it dry. You break the thing six o'clock, then you go and start tomorrow morning, and then it's, it's very difficult. And nobody, the impact in there. Because we, we pick it from Daniel. We pick it from Daniel's kind of fast. But I'm going to show you a lot of things about Daniel's kind of fast later on. Not now. Maybe our next fasting, I'm going to teach a lot. Because I'm going to preach a lot about fasting. I'll give you the whole picture about fasting. I'll give you the proper way of breaking a fast. I'll give you how you can dedicate yourself. Listen, I want to tell you something. God will never ask you to do something that he knows it will destroy you. Never. The first scripture Jesus Christ quoted was that man shall not live by bread alone. God will never ask you to do something. I have read about people who fasted for 65 days. That lady was in fasting and after 40 days, angels visibly came into his room. And the reason he protected the fasting to 65 is that he didn't want to lose that experience. So he continued until on the 65th day, Jesus walked to his room and said, break the fast. And when he broke the fast and took in a drink, the angels left and he started weeping. Who wants to stay in the spirit and come down to this wicked natural world? <laughs> Let me tell you something. You will have unusual experience with fasting. I have been reading the Bible and I see how God values fasting. Hey! There is nobody in the Bible who fasted that God didn't grant his request nobody. Some of them were in the dangerous situation. Esther said, listen, I have not been called to the king for 30 days. And what you are telling me to do, the penalty is I must die. But Mordecai, you go and fast. Me and my maidens will fast. This mother that carries a kingdom that spanned from Ethiopia to India. At that time, Hassan's kingdom was spanning from Ethiopia to India. All the over 200 and something provinces that were there. He said, if I perish, I perish. And Esther went into three days of dry fasting and walked into the place she's not supposed to walk. And the Bible says, when the king saw Esther, she obtained favor. Where was that favor? Read the, the, the chapter before that one. The Bible said, when Mordecai called him, he said, I have not been called to the king for 30 days. So the favor he used to have after they prepared them for their wedding and the favor he has with the king, it has slipped. Favor can slip. How do you get it back and how did you restore it? That is the question. If I go to that scripture I'm teaching, we say, I have not been called to the king for 30 days. The average Christian of our generation today, let me tell you how serious that is. This. Do you know some of you from January up to now, you have never won one soul for Christ? <laughs> today, God told me something. I was sitting in the bed in the afternoon alone and I was weeping. You have not won one soul. Some of you, when you meet a sinner, you don't know how to tell him that Jesus loves you. No, none of us is advertising Jesus. No. I'm discovering that most of the church we come, we come to show our dress. Listen, there is nothing wrong in dressing good. I believe in that. 
But when it's rooted in the flesh, it can be very dangerous. It means that you are not winning souls for Christ. Dress good after you have won ten souls. Jesus has no problem when you have won ten souls. Is it anything wrong for you to win one soul for Christ every month? Everyone here is looking for a prophecy. It's possible. But from January, we are in June. It's possible that 90% of us has never won one soul. There's nobody walking around and can say that it's because of you that came to Christ. And some of you, it's not six months, it's more than five years. In fact, I can confidently look at you and say, since you became born again, you have never won a soul. So soul winning now is only coming to church. And then when you have problem, then somebody say, Yankwa, sorry. I was in London midnight. I received a call from a lady. Crank, crank, crank. And unfortunately, because in London, when my phone is in roaming, when you call me, your name doesn't come. So I take it. Because sometimes I don't know who is calling and I don't have anybody's number. It might be a call of somebody. For instance, somebody was calling me. I was not picking and it. Was, it was one great man of God. And he sent me a text saying, and I, it is me trying to talk to you. Where are you? Then I say, wow. And I didn't answer his call because of that lady. He called me, crank, crank, yes. Uh, you don't know me. A friend gave me your number because I need to talk to a pastor. So I asked, where do you go to church? And who is your pastor? So if you really go to church and you have a pastor, why are you pursuing somebody you have never even known? And the question is thought that shocked me was that I don't know you have never seen you. Why on earth did this generation learn to talk to men of God that you have never known or seen? So assuming I'm a fetish priest. And somebody is pretending to call me a pastor. You can easily call because you want a problem solved. After that, you go back to your guineas. And me, when you call me on the other side, God can tell me what you are doing there. So the Lord said, it's not a good time for you to be provoked. You are just about to go for a meeting. Cut the phone. I just saw a list in the spirit. I saw a list, and the list, there are names written there. I say, Lord, what is it? Say, these are the names of the souls people we. Some of us, some of the people here, their names are blank. And some are even pastors. Do you know that all the guys that chase you that you don't love, Jesus loved them? And you could have turned over to Christ. Mm -hmm. Some of them, they rather turn you into the world. In fact, now the world people are winning more souls from the church. That the church is winning more souls from the world. A lot of our girls, not here, those who didn't come to all night, a lot of them, okay, I'll get out of that. No, if somebody who goes to disco meet you as a, a sister Oja in the choir and started making advances that he loves you, and you start resisting that you don't love him. And he pursued you after one week. He came the first one with a golf. The second day he came with a Mercedes Benz. Then he came with Porsche. <laughs> then you jump into his car. And after one month he managed to sleep with you. 
He has won you into the world. You will still be coming to church, but the devil knows you have no stand. Particularly the way you have not repented. You discover that he has a wife now. So now he comes occasionally. There is something about men. Once they get you to sleep with you, they devalue you. And once they devalue you, mean nothing to them. It's a psychological thing about men. That's how God created. That is why the Lord said that. There's a reason God hates fornication. Because fornication is a means that devalues a man. It's also tie your soul to somebody you don't love. You can sleep with somebody you hate. But when your soul is tied, you can't come out. And some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. You don't like the guy. There is something you pray even against. But when he comes, you can't resist him. You see, that is why they don't like me. The reason they don't like me is I speak the truth. One bishop told me and said that some of the things you are preaching is even affecting pastors. So stop preaching it. He said it like a joke. He said, Nana, as of all, some of the things you are preaching, they don't like it. But the point is that Jesus asked a question Can the blind lease a blind? I'm asking you, can the blind lease a blind? But are blind people leading blind people now? Mm -hmm. and the interesting thing about it is that a lot of the people one day we pray for a lady here when I finished he spoke into my ears I don't know whether he said some of you heard it and he said that he cannot come here again because of the church he attended how many of you remember that thing because of the church he attended we were delivering her from something and he cannot come here again because of the church he attended Amen. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Second Thessalonians 3, 1 to 2. That is my end of scripture. Finally, brethren, pray for me that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith. This is the major reason why I want you to pray for me. How many of you will do that? Anytime you walk here and you come with all the forces and the witchcraft from your background, who comes? It is not even you, it is me they hate. And let me tell you, some of you things follow you. <laughs> Some of the deliverance I do here, it is not just deliverance, I'm dealing with witchcraft. <laughs> I was delivering somebody in the church and the thing was so strong, the Lord told me, he said, they are trying to give her witchcraft, but she doesn't like it. And so you have to deal with that spirit to go. So the reason you have to pray for me that your birthday, nobody prays for you, she didn't pray for you, so nobody's looking for you. As for you, it's even laziness. If you put in a little effort, all the demons will leave. No. But me, once you step out here, <laughs> and today probably it's just about half or maybe a quarter of you that have come. Majority of them, quarter, eh? Majority of you are sleeping now because it's not anointing service. Don't worry, when revival comes, nobody will sleep. You know, when revival comes, people come to church so much that, thank God, this all night is less than two years. People come to church so much that 
Even if you don't come, nobody really recognizes or acknowledges you. And we need revival. So when revival comes, you become so rich that the little money you are losing, you don't give it attention. The reason why when you go to bank and the bank takes your two cities, you can easily know. I was in a bank some time ago and somebody came there with a statement and he's checking and he said that his money is short by two CDs. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, do you know some of you, yeah, even somebody steal your coin, you know that the money is gone. Coins, you know that it's gone. Straight. You know. When revival comes to your spirit, that, some of those things, you won't give it attention again. No. You might not have plenty of money, but you know God is going to give you a lot. So you don't give the little ones attention. Because once you become self-economist, you won't be a giver. And, oh, how many of you are feeling that you have to fast? I can see some people didn't lift their hand. And they are saying, who, who can say that you want to fast? Anytime we finish those fasting, how do you feel? Because the rewards of fasting comes after the fasting. Let me tell you, all the prayer you are praying, ha, ha, it means a lot to God. Let me tell you something about prayer. When you start praying, sometimes even your battles can increase. You start praying and then things are going worse. Do you know the reason why it happened that way? When the devil is about to live your life, he shakes on the system to pretend as if he is there. Now, there are two reasons for doing that. One, it is to discourage you from doing it. Because he works with probability. So let me try root and see whether he will stop. It is also to test your faith whether you believe in what you are doing. Huh? So sometimes, you cannot understand why you are praying. You feel you pray, but things are getting worse. When the devil knows he's going to lose you for good and for life, he must shake the system. I was preaching a message to them that I can, uh, maybe in future I'll preach it to you. And I told them about Laviate and I said that when he's moving, the last thing is about his tail. When you wave the tail, he can destroy so many things because he knows he's going. So let me do the final destruction. Because he knows he might never get to you again. It is a means for you to come to the place to say that this thing doesn't work. It is a test on your faith. But if you keep pressing, there is a place to some of you have come to and say, ah, I don't know why I was going through this then. Just yesterday, I was going through the today. Everything has changed. You visited somebody that was so angry that didn't want to see you again. Then the next day, he called you to apologize. And when you look at the person who did something yesterday and today is character, you cannot marry the two. The devil that entered him to do that today, he did it for a test to show your confidence and trust in God. So nobody prays and everything goes on smoothly the way you want. No. No. If, if you start praying and everything about your life is moving smoothly, question the prayer. Number three, can I give you the third point now? Anytime God is taking you to a journey of a glory, by the time you arrive at the glory, you must have a story about what you went through to be there. 
I'm not preaching. Today I'm not preaching. You know, this is not the way I preach. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking. <laughs> Hallelujah. I didn't plan anything. So once you get there, Satan must have. So one day, some people might see you with your husband in a nice car. And people might envy. But they don't know the story that has brought you to where you are. I was in South Korea. Dr. Young Cho has done a lot of things, changed the destiny of the country. But part of his story was that there was a time when in the pitch of the prayer and things started moving, he came under an attack because the church has gone for a loan and they couldn't pay the loan. And the devil came and said, you have disgraced yourself. You are going to be dealt with. She went on a 20th story building and entered the window and he was going to charm to kill himself. And the Lord said, don't kill yourself. He said, I cannot stop you from killing yourself. But he said, that was the time he heard God's word. And the Lord said, you will disgrace me. And the Lord showed him what he's going to use him to do. And he stopped and he didn't kill himself. Today, it has become part of the story. That when you go there, you can see the glory. Every glory has a story with it. Now, watch it, don't clap. If your and yours go smoothly without any story, we have to question it. I asked the Lord something. I asked the Lord something. Why is it that when people are in trouble, for instance, if you eat so much and the food gives you sickness, you eat the food and the food gives you sickness, if God heal you immediately, you will double the eating. <laughs> After the healing. But it will, if you, no, no, they are not, sister, they are not, listen, but if it takes you through a process where you went through a little pain and discovered the pain as a result of this food, after you are delivered, when you hear the scent of that food here, you pass here. How many of you want God to really change your life? Yes. There are some women sitting here, they will never fornicate over their dead body. Because they've gone through things. Guys have slept with them. After they collected their money, after they did light soup, after Enkatenkwai, this guy who eat it and eat the two safi, enjoy his waste and live on your account. And close to the wedding, he called you and he said that he's not interested again. And when you were going to visit him in the house to talk about the matter, his car was parked and another lady was standing. And the sad thing is that after he asked the lady, the lady asked, who is this girl? I don't even know her. And your memory comes back to where you were cutting the onion and he cut the knife. Oh, Jesus. Look at somebody and say, I know you have a mark. You have a mark on your body. You are telling people that you are trying to shape your nail. It is not true. And then, while she was standing there, he said good night to that lady. Give her a hug and a kiss. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
I don't want to tell somebody. I can hear somebody say, oh yeah, I me. Yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm trying to tell you that. That, that everybody must have a story on your way to your group. So tell those who come here and think that when they pray once, things will change. What are you talking about? No prayer. Listen, do you know the average prayer I pray in a day? This year, I fasted more than I've eaten. If we calculate the year, it's about 100 and something. We are in 100 and something days. I was calculating today. I fasted almost 80% of the days. So the times of eating is very small. So we should have worked without any burden and any problem. Every new level attracts new devils. That's what I told you about the aircraft. When it takes off, it must fight gravity. But between the time it takes off and the time it gets to the cruising level, there's a lot of resistance. If I've ever seen in a plane before, when it takes you see them. Sometimes you see the engine changing sound. Then after it gets to cruising level, then it settles. That way the pilot can even be walking in the plane. But no pilot has ever walked in a plane when the plane takes off. I've never seen one. I'm yet to see. Vicentia is here. I don't think anyone will try. When the plane takes off, no, if, nobody even try. I've never seen anybody wake up in a plane when it takes off. No, you, you, it's never happened. Everybody is quiet. At that is the time the plane inside is very quiet. Nobody talks. Because there is a battle going on. And the problem with many of us is that we do party in times of battle. We sometimes when we have to go for war, then we are doing what? Party. God calls us armies. Let me tell you this. <laughs> I was talking to an army general in America and he told me that they do this in training. And he said, This thing you can do it for about half a kilometer. And he said, In the training, whilst you are doing this, they shoot life ammunition on your head. So there is a machine gun shooting. Bah, 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 bah. And then you crawl on the ground. And he says, sometimes the distance between the life arm and your head is just about less than 30 inches. So when you lift your and they will tell you that if you die, it is your fault. So they shot the thing. And you are crawling. And you must make sure you don't lift your body. And he says, sometimes in the place they train them, they intentionally release like a cobra. So whilst you are crawling, you see a live snake. Because these are the realities you are going to see in the battlefield. Sometimes, I don't know, bro, we're from Nkrani. Do you know Nkrani? What is a bro from Nkrani? Apostle William said, I'm What is Nkrani? Apostle, when I'm going to school, here, Red ant. Do you know that ant that can, they can even kill you? If you are enter your ears, you are dead. And say sometimes you can fall into red ant. And whilst you are crawling with red ant, the life bullet is coming. And nobody's shooting it. It is a machine that has been set. And he shoots and he says, when you lift yourself, you are dead. Do you know why your life has not changed? You are comfortable in your discomfort. 
<laughs> Somebody's getting quiet on me. Hallelujah. I have respected the revival in America. The Azusa Revival. And today I read that in the history of Christianity, black people have fasted more than whites. Most of the American revival was packed by. Do you know the one that led the Azusa Revival was a black man? Simon. What's his name? Uh, uh, what's Simon? Um, huh? Simon. How do they pronounce his name? Simon. So what's Simon? What is his name? Is it David or what? William Simon. He's a black man. He has only one eye. That's why I was affected. Fasting. He fasted until the heavens was open. Read about Azusa Revival. It's one of the incredible things men have seen after Christ's death. People came to church. They got arrested and stayed in church for one week. Nobody went home to bath. We have not experienced a miracle. We have, we have, we have experienced a form of, um, I want a word for it, gymnastic and acrobatic display. Hmm. But real revival. And the kind of one, when God is about to move the revival, either without structures or without something, they will open up for the enemy to destroy it. Yes. This one, God will preserve it. And will carry it to generations who come and follow it up. Somebody say, Amen. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? The Bible, I've shown you why Apostle Paul even demanded prayer. Apostle Paul was a machine. He fasted often, but he demanded prayer. He said, pray for us that utterance will be given. That will be delivered. Remember the scripture I quote? We'll be delivered from reasonable and wicked men. So this work we are doing, they are reasonable and wicked men. They just don't reason. He said, finally, dear brothers and sisters. Oh, I thank God. There are brothers and sisters here. How many brothers and sisters are here? Mm -hmm. If you don't lift your hand, then probably I don't know who you are. Those who have a little male, a little female, what do they call them? Huh? Hamofroda. Maybe you are one of them. How many brothers and sisters are here? If nobody doesn't lift his hand, drag him to the bathroom and check who he is. I saw a funny thing in America that was very interesting. Somebody, you know the, the gay people, the, the, the one that played the female side? Huh? Cray, 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 cray. He was coming to the May we we and the people dragged him away from the place. Then he was going to the woman's side. Then the woman hold his waist and drag him away from the place. So finally he has to go and we were under a tree. <laughs> finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. He was talking about him and his team members. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored. Wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. Oh. Pray to. You understand the word to? So he has added another topic. That we will be rescued from wicked and evil people. For not everyone is a believer. I like it. So there were people who come to church, but they are not believers. 
Apostle, do you understand? They were coming to church, but they are not what? Believers. Look at somebody and say, are you a believer? Tell the person, it doesn't show in you at all. Tell the person, it doesn't. No. Let it begin to show. Hey, let me tell you something. I have some new messages about fasting. That when I start preaching them, all of us will be caught into this thing. We need it. Wow. We need it. Tell somebody, we need it for the change of our society. Today I read about somebody who fasted for 21 days. He was still going to work only on water. The purpose of the fasting is that his family will be born again. Father, mother, and three siblings. At the end of the fasting, all of them walk into church and give their life to Christ. They've never been to church in their life. They, oh, I read testimony. They walk into church. They were there. They walk into church and lifted their hands like this. You can like I'm preaching. Some people were coming five. Father first, mother, and the rest. And all they do is like this. What do you want? Christ. <laughs> and they came to lie down. And after that, they didn't even want to go back. There is a man who fasted for, it was a grandpa who fasted for 14 days that God should use all his generation. Five of his children became pastors. All the children firstborn became first pastors. The great grandchildren, one of them is, 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 is James Dobson. Do you remember James Dobson? That married guy. He was the only one who didn't want to become a pastor. And he went to become an economist. He was sitting there and started having problems with his wife. And God gave him a message about marriage. He's one of the standing married preachers in the world. He has written so many books. And according to the history, it has been ten about, about seven generations now. Every firstborn in that family is a pastor. Whether you're a man or a woman. How do you feel when all your families are pastors? Do you know there are some people sitting here, there's no pastor in their family? They give me a wave. If there's somebody here, there's no pastor in your family. It is you that God is trying to call and you cry. The struggling God is having with you. Oh, 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 oh. Let me get out of your way. Hallelujah. It's interesting. There is no pastor in your family. You that God is trying to call. God doesn't even know what to do with you again. Because today you are there, tomorrow you are, for, you are out, today you are with him, tomorrow you are here. And the guys in Katinkwa doesn't stop you from, hey, I am reading the dangers about food. The way God created our body, it's not everything that must enter it. There are so many things this one is receiving. That this one doesn't like. But as for this one, this one, it takes a lot of things that this one hates. I'm not the one preaching. I have a lot of insight I'm going to preach. When I start preaching, and some of you pick the message, a lot of the sicknesses in your body. One of the things I learned about fasting is that fasting purifies your blood. It's the refinery system in your body. Now watch this. Watch this. Do you know the petrol, the oil they are digging? It must go through refinery before it becomes the rare thing that you want to use. The first one they get is aviation fuel. 
Then they get petrol. Then they get diesel. Then they get kerosene. Then they get the thing they use for candle. All these are within it as it gets to refine. Now, once it gets to refine, it becomes nicer and very smooth. So when you pour petrol right now into a, 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 a white handkerchief, it will start dropping out. Now, everything refined has easy access. Once you refine everything, it has easy access in the flow. When you take the oil, they dig raw. It cannot flow like after it gone through refinery. So when your blood goes through refinery, it penetrates through every organ without struggle. It just goes there because the blood has gone through refinery. So the blood goes through a system and starts purifying itself. It runs very fast. Oh, the, the, the livers doesn't have problem pumping the blood. The blood is everything. A lot of the impotency in our system is as a result of wrong food. <laughs> now, it's estimated in America that men become impotent, many of them after 40 years. Impotency should supposed to start after 90 something. 40 years. 40 years and your organs has relaxed. They are not moving. And they're estimating that 90% of the men committing suicide in the West are all as a result of impotency. Because if the devil takes your potency, the next he'll tell you that you are useless, kill yourself. It's as a result of food we are not supposed to eat. That we have been eating. Now let me give you a picture. Everybody watch me. King Nebuchadnezzar came and called magicians and called three, four Hebrew brothers, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and told the the man in charge to feed them so that they become toughy toughy. Then, no matter to talk. So, they gave them meat. Daniel came and told the man that he doesn't want to eat for 10 days. And the man said, Hey, do you want me to be killed? If I don't give you food at the end of the day, you have grown lame. It means death sentence. Daniel said, Let's test it for 10 days. And I promise you, 10 days. So, other magicians and astrologers were eating. And Daniel and his guys were living on only leaves, cabbage leaves, what do we call it? Lettuce, uh, carrots, and all the lettuce, whatever. Uh, contumbre, um, 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 green green bee. Huh? It gives a lot of blood. Bedrew. What is the English name for bedrew? How many of you don't know? Give me a wave. Have you seen? Do you know McDonald's? Give me a wave. Uh-huh. How many of you know fried rice and chicken? How many of you know um, papaya? Give me a wave. Don't hide it. How many, how many of you don't know? Uh, there's another one called Nsosawa. Nsosawa. And do you know in America, they are discovering that even just eating that thing once a week, your blood has no problem. Watch this. And Daniel Dems were eating that thing for 10 days. After 10 days, they were 10 times better than those who were eating meat. If you look at the way this sister is sleeping, it's meat. <laughs> now, do you know something? Do you know why a lot of you cannot stay awake? Because of the things your body go through. Because of the unwanted things we eat. So without fasting, we don't have a future. 
because fasting is a refining system that purifies our system it is possible that most of us are sitting here with sicknesses in our body that is hidden only fasting can take it out If you meet 10 people in America, eight are overeating. If you meet 20 people in Ghana, 17 are overeating. What is the sign that you are not overeating? People run away from fasting. And I saw the physical benefit of fasting. It increases your age. The years you have to, do you know why you need to live long? So that you can do a lot for God. If God wants us to come to heaven quick, that the day you became born again, you must die and go to heaven. There is an assignment. Let me make this statement and just go and sit down. The only hope for this dying world. That Brazil is doing World Cup hosting. And 11 kilometers from there, there is a demonstration. I was thinking of going to Brazil. I don't know. The Lord dragged me to go and watch CNN. And I saw them burning things on the street. And I saw them. I said, Lord, me and I'm kind. God, if he says something, he said, the days you are going to spend in Brazil, you could have spent in my presence with fasting. That is the only key. Hallelujah. That is the only key. If Uncle Joe's car has broken down on the road, and the car is a Land Cruiser, and I'm trying to tow the car with Montego, and it doesn't work, and you come with Bethel to come and also try, don't you see the language I'll be laughing at both of us. This is what we are doing in the spirit. Some of you go to a meeting and go and see a pastor because you have stuck in the way on the motorway and he's trying to tow you with his tigo anointing. Then you run to another pastor who has Apotroka Battle 1300. The tigo is as Apotroka, but it's the modern version of this Apotroka. The engine is in at the back somebody opened uh, the beetle engine in, uh, in London and he said God has worked a miracle a car with that engine is moving and the car spoke back and said my engine is at my back <laughs> that was the car I used to learn driving in the early 90s it can only change 3 gears out of the 4 and when you go and the engine is sitting, you open the bonnet. How many of you remember that car? That is what it is. So, there is no substitute for it. Everybody that matters in the Bible live a fasting life. All the people that matters. It is food that makes Isaac give a birthright to the wrong son. Food. He ate and forgotten and he couldn't discern something. Food. The five, four major appetites. Do you remember what I told you? The sex appetite, the food appetite, the greed or selfish appetite, and the spiritual appetite. 
And I was telling the people in London, no, anybody who has not conquered the food appetite, you have no stand for the sex and the greed appetite. If you have not been able to conquer the food appetite, the reason why a lot of you have not fornicated is that opportunity has not come. You can even be a marriage woman. When I said opportunity has not come, you have not come to the place that somebody has really tried you. Do you remember when you were normal, the way you fell? The principle has not been broken. You can only rise above it with a lot of fastings and strong spirit. Because fasting doesn't only increase your faith, but it builds your spirit for faith. So after Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through what they've gone through, they saw fire. Listen, even if you don't feel the fire and you can talk nonsense, it's different from getting close to the fire. Now that you say, Nebu, we are not careful. Now you are close to the fire. Something in the inside of you must stand and say, I must stand for what I believe. It means that you can never pray from faith if you don't have a strong spirit. When the time of trial comes, you will say Christ. Listen, without fasting, we don't have a future. Without fasting, we don't have a future. Without fasting, the devil knows we can't stand his temptation. This is what I learned about the devil root. Satan knows what you love more than you yourself. And I asked the Lord, how did you know? Because he said, you know your great-grandfather. And you know blood doesn't change. So Audrey, God knows that. You can sit down and think that I don't like it, I don't like it. Satan just to discover your great-grandfather and see the way. So when God saw Jacob, he can know what Jacob loved through Abraham. He knows that the Abrahamic family can be trapped with very beautiful women because the seed is in Abraham. So you, there is something about you that the devil knows about your great-grandfather. Only fasting can knock it. This kind, this kind of weakness, this kind of trouble, this kind of obstacle, only fasting can move it. Slap somebody who is sleeping and tell the person, God respect your fasting, tell the person. No, some of you are not saying, tell somebody, God respect your fasting a lot. Rise to your feet and lift up your two hands with me. I'll finish. Have I preached? As I said, I'm not going God bless you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box, GP21421, Accra, or telephone, plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.